Good morning, all listeners. It is Saturday, October 15th, 2022. It's 7.55 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 187 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Saturday, happy weekend, and welcome to episode 187 one of the best times in the year, Boogs. We got college football today and the Major League Baseball Divisional Round, baby. Playoffs are here. Top 25 college football teams playing each other. Today is Saturday. Bang, bang, Saturday. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We are coming off an amazing weekend where we hit 75% of our wagers given out on this show. And we look to continue our hot streak Guys, just a little sight into the future here. We have nine picks to give you guys today. Five each in college uh, football. And we have selections on all four divisional round playoff games in baseball. Two of them being drink bets. Ah, Couldn't do this without a drink bet. And then we'll obviously give out our best bet in baseball and football today. Episode 187 is here. We have college football week number seven. A bunch of games transpiring today, Boogs. We've narrowed it down our capping to our top five picks of the day, which we will go over with our listeners. But I want to start off this episode 187, this huge episode 187 on this Saturday. MLB postseason. We've tracked the MLB this entire year, every episode, talking about the standings and talking about the playoff picture and the matchups and making our picks. And it's getting down to the nitty-gritty as we have two teams on the brink of elimination today. Two unlikely teams, actually, on the brink of elimination with the Atlanta Braves playing for their season and the Los Angeles Dodgers playing for their season. The top two teams in the National League backs against the wall today. Backs against the wall, and I'll tell you what, uh, this Braves team, you know, we talked about it earlier. I had mentioned it. Fighting hard against the uh, the rival in their division for the East, the Mets, where the Mets were taken out by the Padres. The Padres now are almost on the brink of taking out, well, they are on the brink of taking out the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. But this Braves team better start hitting because they are in big time jeopardy. They cannot uh, get around this Phillies team, this Phillies offense, which we talked about yeah. was uh, pretty lethal, especially with uh, Bryce Harper coming back off injury. Brace pitching better start to light it up because they are in trouble. They have to figure it out. That is the first game on our docket today in baseball. 11.07 a.m. Pacific time on Fox Sports 1. We have game four of the National League Divisional Series. The Atlanta Braves, the two seed at... The sixth seed, Philadelphia Phillies. Now, to break this down for everybody, the Phillies have a 2-1 series lead in this series right now. Remember, it's best of five. So, the first to three wins the series. So, a Phillies victory. They will move on to the NLCS. A Braves victory forces a winner-take-all game five tomorrow in Atlanta. Now... To preview the series, we had a 7-6 Game 1 steal for the Phils. They went on the road and stole Game 1 in Atlanta, 7-6. They hit Max Freed pretty hard. 
In game number two, Atlanta bounced back with Kyle Wright, who threw a gem, a 3-0 victory for the Braves to even the series. They played yesterday in Philly, and the bats got rolling. They got four runs in the first inning. They got home runs and doubles and tons of hits. A 9-1 blowout victory for the Philadelphia Phillies in Game 3 to set themselves up for today's game. The Phillies bring to the mound today Noah Syndergaard, who they picked up from the Astros in the offseason for a reason. For this reason, Noah Syndergaard has... World Series experience. He pitched in the World Series with the Mets back in 2015. They got him for this moment. Going against another guy, another veteran who has World Series experience, Charlie Morton. What do you know? Another Pirates pitcher. I'm not even going to get into that. Charlie Morton, Noah Syndergaard. Lineups lineups are out right now for Atlanta. Acuna Jr., Swanson Olsen, D'Arno, Riley, Harris, Contreras, Arcia, and Eddie Rosario. For the Phillies, Schwarber, Hoskins, Real Muto, Harper, Castellanos, Bohm, Stott, Segura, and Marsh. Those nine have been pretty much their nine this entire postseason. Obviously, the Phillies got uh, three games in in the first wave, beating the Cardinals um, in a 2-0 in St. Louis. That place is rocking boogie. First home playoff game for the Phils in 11 years. And yesterday, the place was going crazy. Now they have Atlanta on the brink of elimination. What are we thinking here, Boogs? We got uh, Atlanta, uh, you know, minus 119. Over under sitting at nine runs. Yeah, I think that uh, this is gonna be a feel out game early in the in the uh, game. I think that Charlie Morton throws a, a little bit of a nice gem here. Uh, Noah Syndergaard has been roughed up in the past. Um, he is the favorite here um, on the on the money line. We are talking minus one twenty for the Braves. Phillies plus 110. But I got another switch up for you here, my friend. I think that with the way that this game is going to equal out, I think that the Braves got a chance to win this game today. If they do, they got to calm down that Philly bats. Oh, yeah. Give me the under in this game. I'm going Braves-Phillies under nine. I think that right. it is a pitcher's duel today, and uh, I am leaning at the under. Pitchers duel today, prediction for Boogie, Braves-Phillies under 9, 11 o'clock, Fox Sports 1. We have a two-way play. I love Charlie Morton in these big spots. He pitched and won Game 7 of the World Series for the Astros a handful of years ago. And I got to tell you this much. I don't think Atlanta goes away without a fight. I think Atlanta forces a winner-go-home Game 5 tomorrow back at their building. And I think Atlanta goes into Philadelphia and beats the Phillies today. Give me the Atlanta Braves minus $1.19 on the money line. Short price for the World Series champs. They live to fight one more day, and they force a winner-take-all game five back in Atlanta tomorrow. Braves, for me, under for Boogums. 107 on TBS. We begin our TBS triple header, as they like to say, with an amazing series that could also come to an end. We have the Seattle Mariners with their backs against the wall as they host the Houston Astros. It's been well documented. The Houston Astros, number one seed, home field advantage throughout the American League playoffs. Taking on an upstart Mariners team, man. 
We documented this throughout the year. They missed the playoffs by one game last year. Julio Rodriguez, Rookie of the Year. They've emerged. they got a pesky bunch. The Mariners remind me of one of those old Rays teams that, that, that make runs. and mm. A couple of tough losses for the M's. They obviously won that series in Toronto to get to this point. And they had a big lead, a 7-3 lead on the Astros in Game 1. Astros bats come back. They were down to their last strike, Boogie. Last strike. Pena gets a single in Game 1. And Jordan Alvarez walk off two-run homer to rip the hearts out of the Seattle Mariners. Game 2 was similar, where they had a 2-1 lead over the Astros in the 6th. And Jordan Alvarez strikes again with another two-run homer to give them the lead. Astros pitching holds serve. A 4-2 victory in Houston. Astros now one win away from the American League Championship Series. And they're throwing a familiar face. Lance McCullers Jr. has World Series pedigree. Was a been a crucial part of this pitching staff for the last several years for the Astros. Mm-hmm. Against the youngster George Kirby, who's had a heck of a season for the M's. One of the upstart pitchers for the Mariners. They're going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at the Astros today, Boogie. They're trying to stay alive. Um, big shout out to the city of Seattle, as this will be their first home playoff game in 21 years. Have not had a home playoff game since 2001. Um, haven't been in the postseason since 2001. With that being said, we have the Astros minus 105 and the Mariners at even money. Now, Boogs, do that, does that home crowd get into this and keep them alive for one more day? Are the Astros going to make quick work, get the brooms out, and move on to the American League Championship Series? I mean, great story with Lance McCullers Jr. Uh, he did play uh, or did not play for most of the season. McCullers comes in 4-2 and two, um, for the season, only for about 45-46 innings pitched uh, this year. He has played well, though, and this Astros bats are averaging over almost five runs a game. Uh, the Mariners at home, great story. We talked about it. Great story. That home crowd should be rocking today in Seattle. Um, but the Astros bats with McCullers on the mound. He's got postseason experience as well. Houston is no um, missing piece to that That uh, playing there in Seattle. Yeah. They have won their last four games in Seattle. Uh, I am going with the Astros. I think that the minus $1.15 is too easy uh, and too good for me of a nice line to go ahead and uh, maybe maybe a shot here with the uh, the Astros. I think that it should be an easy game. Minus a dollar five actually is only on the money line. Mm-hmm. Astros to sweep today, take care of business. Mariners, great story. Bye bye. Boogie on the Astros to sweep today and complete one of two pieces of our puzzle as you and I predicted Astros Yankees in the ALCS all the way back in May so boogie liking the Astros to make quick work of the M's this is drink bet number one for me bugs I I was at the Pirates Cincinnati Reds game back in 2013 when it was the Pirates first playoff game in 21 years. And the atmosphere was like something I've Crazy. never seen before. Yeah. I think this is a, a prime example of home field advantage coming into play. And I think they're going to extend it. I'm going to take the Mariners to get a win here and push 
for game four on Sunday. Mariners at even money at home. Watch this game. Turn this game on at 1 o'clock on TBS and turn your volumes up because that place is going to be crazy. They're going to have Believe signs all over the place. Uh, it's going to be... Why do they have to have Believe? Because uh, they have to believe. Because they have to believe. They got to believe. But they shouldn't believe too hard. We, we, we shall see how it all transpires. That's our first drink. But though, I think that crowd is going to have a huge, huge output... And the place is going to go crazy every time the Mariners throw a freaking strike. So give me the home crowd. I'm rolling with the M's. I have a World Series ticket on. I'm 25 to 1. That's almost toast. But let's that, go. That doesn't mean they can't extend this series one more day. That's funny. My two World Series tickets, they're both ex- uh, facing elimination today. Um, man, been dying to talk about this one with you, Boogs. The Yankees and the Guardians. Game number three, the series. Transitions to Progressive Field in Cleveland. Cleveland, obviously, the American League Central champions, made quick work, a 2-0 series victory in the wild card round against the Rays, where they batted a whopping 180, but their pitching was dominant, only giving up one run in two games. They now walk into Yankee Stadium in game number one, and they lose 4-1 behind a great pitching outing from Garrett Cole, the Yankees' ace. We've been waiting to see him pitch well all season. He finally comes with the fire. Um, in the postseason. Once again, this game's at 4.30 on TBS, uh, game number three of our docket today in baseball. A big upset yesterday as the Guardians went into New York, and uh, Nestor Cortez, he pitched okay, and it was a close game, but they got they got a, a Josh Naylor two-run double in the top of the 10th, and they shut the Yankees down in the bottom of half of the 10th. The pitching for the Guardians is what's been the most impressive. Their pitching has been fantastic mm. from their starters to their re- re- relievers. Emmanuel Classe is essentially unhittable for the Guardians, the closer. Um, interesting matchup today that pits two, uh, two pretty good pitchers, two guys we've been high on for a long time, Luis Severino. He was injured most of the season. They brought him back for a moment like this. We've always been high on Tristan McKenzie. Sev against McKenzie. This is game three. The series is tied one to one. Winner of this game is in the driver's seat. And loser of this game will be forced into a winner go home situation tomorrow for game four in Cleveland. Boogie, Yankees, Guardians, pivotal game in this series. I'm glad you set great uh, pitching matchup because it really is. Um, this pitching matchup with Sev is. Uh, the Yankees got to have this this game, I think, today. Uh, Luis Severino goes on the mound against uh, the boy that we've been talking about, the man, the myth, Tristan McKenzie. Uh, you know, he actually shut down the Yankees earlier in the season on July 3rd. He allowed just one hit, one walk, and seven strikeouts across seven scoreless innings pitched. Uh, 2 nothing shutout win for the Guardians on July 3rd over these Yankees. I've got a few words, though, to say. I love it. Aaron Judge, wake the hell up. God damn. Wake up, Aaron Judge. 0 for 5 yesterday, 4 strikeouts. You know what? The 62 home runs all season, amazing. Congratulations. But let me tell you something. Season's over. This guy wants to get paid for this season alone. He needs to be able, it doesn't matter what he did in the regular season, gotta it's produce, postseason. Got to produce in the postseason. Stan has actually been playing pretty well, I have to say. Had a home run yesterday. Had a home run, two run homer yesterday. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Judge, my friend, 
We are loving you. We love the 62 home runs. You're going down into history. But to be a Yankee lore, it's the postseason. It's all about postseason. Scott so Brocious. Four, yeah, Scott Brocious. Um, all these guys. The Aaron Yankees, Boone. Aaron freaking Boone. Chuck Knobloch. Chuck Knobloch. Mm-hmm. Derek Jeter. Reggie Jackson. Mr. November. Mr. October. Mm-hmm. That's what the Yankees are all about is the postseason. And it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. Got to show up. It is show up time. My friend, you got to go ahead and you have to show it today. Get this team Winning today, you go to Yankee Stadium, you take care of business, you move on to the ALCS. Yankees today, it's a must win, I think, for the Yankees. Big. Severino pitches great. Tristan McKenzie, he did pitch well against the Yankees earlier in the season, but there's only 11 and 11. He's been on fire. The pitching staff has been great for the Guardians lately. Oh, amazing. But Yankees on the road today, minus $1.15. Just when you think that they're on the brink, they show up. I'll take the Yankees minus a dollar fifteen today. I'm with you 100 percent of the way. I think the Yankees go into Cleveland today and get that win. Seth pitches a good game. The bats come alive, and the Yankees squeak out a game three victory to go up two games to one, setting up a game four winner go home scenario for the Guardians at home. Place is going to be rocking at Progressive Field. I watched them in the wild card round. That place is a tough place to play, but I think the Yankees got what it takes from a talent perspective. And I think they go on the road here, and they get the victory, and they beat Cleveland. They inch one step closer to that showdown with the Astros that we predicted way back in the month of May. We did predict that. That we did. And they were they were the two best teams in the AL all year. So we'll see how it all goes down. Our fourth and final game face is is honestly books. Our late game, 7.30, or I'm sorry, 6.37 p.m. Pacific time. Fox Sports 1, the Dodgers and the Padres, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but the 111-win Dodgers are down 2-1, to one, facing elimination. Every team that wins over 110 games, they lose in the divisional round. Yankees, the Mariners, I mean, you name it. All these teams. And the Dodgers started off strong with a, with a, a 5-3 victory in Game 1. And we're thinking, all right, you know, Padres, little brother of the Dodgers all these years, can't beat the Dodgers. You know, they're, they're in there without Tatis. But they responded so well in games two and three with a 5-3 win at Dodger Stadium and a 2-1 victory last night. And, you know, we talked about this a few months back. We talked about the importance of Blake Snell and how well he needs to pitch for them to make a run. Yep. How's, how's seven innings of one and one run sound for Blake Snell? Sounds pretty that, good to me. He's been getting beat up, and he pitched a gem yesterday mm-hmm. for the Padres. And what do you know? We have another Pirates pitcher on the mound. <laughs> Joe Musgrove, a two Pirates pitcher <laughs> on the mound. <laughs> Tyler Anderson, former Pirate for the Dodgers. Joe Musgrove, former Pirate for the Padres. Tyler Anderson against Joe Musgrove. Dodgers win this game. They force a uh, game five tomorrow at Dodger Stadium. Winner take all. Padres win. They eliminate the little brother narrative. They eliminate the mighty Dodgers. And they go to the National League Championship Series. Where this is crazy, right? Think about this scenario. If the Padres win and the Phillies win... You have the five versus the six in the National League, and the Padres would have home field advantage in the NLCS. 
Can't, how can you not love baseball? And that's why the trade would say, wow, what a great trade that was for pa- the Padres. Padres, Dodgers. Boogies, I'm, Boogie, I'm excited to hear your take on this. Do the mighty Dodgers keep their season alive and force a winner-go-home game five at Dodger Stadium? Or is this the end of the road and the end of the stepfather narrative for the Dodgers? I mean, here's the thing about playoff postseason baseball it's all about timely hitting great pitching and it doesn't matter how well you play in the regular season it doesn't it's like 162 games really doesn't mean much get in um just get get in in and you're you got a shot um i mean it's another day another game with no hits with runners in scoring position for the dodgers um three after going 3 for 8 in game 1, the Dodgers have gone 0 for 17, 0 for 8 in game 2 and 0 for 9 in game 3 uh when runners in scoring position. It's all about timely hitting. We have to see this Dodger team start hitting the way that they, we've seen them all season. Uh you got Tyler Anderson on the mound today and I think that I know that Joe Musgrove is going to be ready at home and that Padres stadium is going to be rocking. But this Dodgers team didn't win 111 games for nothing. They own the Padres this year. Tyler Anderson, uh, minus 121 for me, is the play. I think Dodgers today take care of business over the Padres. It's not Joe Musgrove. It's Joe Must Go. Joe Must Go. (laughs) Boogie predicting the Dodgers even this thing up and force a winner-go-home game five on Sunday. And that, my friends, is our second drink bet. I'm making a bold prediction today. The San Diego Padres are going to knock out the Los Angeles Dodgers tonight in San Diego. Get the party started. San Diego eliminates the narrative that they are the baby brother of the Dodgers. And they eliminate them, the 111 win mighty Dodgers. Get eliminated by the 89-win five-seed Padres. And the Padres move into the NLCS. That would be why they call it the Wild Wild West. That's the Wild Wild West right there. Drink bet number two. Boogie on the Dodgers. Baron on the Padres to move on as a home dog. Plus 110. Before we dive into our college football picks today, I want to preview... Potentially tomorrow's matchups. Now, Sunday fun day it is in baseballs. We'll have four games again tomorrow, potentially. The first game, if necessary, is at 12 o'clock on TBS. If the Mariners beat the Astros today, game number four will be tomorrow on TBS. Astros win. There will be no game because the Astros (laughs) will be in the uh, ALCS. Also, if necessary... The Phillies and the Braves. If the Phils win, there will be no game. If the Braves win and stay alive, 1.30 on FS1. These teams will hop on a plane after the game, go down to Atlanta for Game 5. We'll see what happens there. No matter what, we will see a 4 o'clock TBS showdown between the Yankees and the Guardians, Game number 4. Loser of the game today is going to be against the wall. Winner will be one win away from the championship series. And last but not least, 6 o'clock FS1, Padres-Dodgers, if necessary, game number 5. Same scenario as Atlanta and Philly. Dodgers win, they hop on a quick little charter bus, or flight, or whatever they're doing, helicopter, and they're going back to LA from San Diego. 
Padres win today, there will be no game. So we will see. We shall see, but I am loving this weekend. We will see what we got. We got five picks for you guys before we wrap up in college football today. And I want to start off our picks with our combo bet today. Me and Boogie actually agreed on one of these games. No drink bet. No drink bets in college today. 12.30 on ABC here in about four hours. A big-time matchup in the Big 12. The number eight team in the country, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, 5-0, 2-0 in the Big 12. Heading down to Texas to take on TCU, 5-0, 2-0 in the Big 12. Spencer Sanders, Max Duggan, two high-powered offenses. This is going to be such a fun game to watch. 12.30 ABC, Oklahoma State at TCU. It's going to be a great game. I think it comes down to who's got the better fourth quarter. I think a close game as I see it coming down to this fourth quarter where TCU gets the cover in the end. Uh, looking for their first 6-0 start since 2017. Max Dugan and company completing 30, 73% of his passes, 14 touchdowns, only one pick. Uh, I like today the home team has won the 4-0 the last uh, four games against the spread. There you go. Uh, I think TCU is at home today, aren't they? Yes, they are. I'm going to take it in a close game, though. TCU on the money line, my friend. Yes, I got me and Boogie talk pre-show. TCU money line for a combo pick. TCU lay a dollar eighty. Forget about those points. TCU will win again and get the six and zero and continue moving up them rankings. Pivotal game here, Boogie. Whoever wins is going to be in the driver's seat in the Big Twelve. And TCU looks like the best team in the Big Twelve right now. I like TCU as well. So far, so good. Boogie and the Baron. TCU money line minus a dollar eighty is our first pick. For Boogie's second pick is actually a 9 a.m. game here in about 45 minutes. The Kansas Jayhawks at the Oklahoma Sooners. Weird line here. Oklahoma's looked really bad the last couple of weeks, and Kansas is coming off their first loss of the season last week to TCU. So good segue there. Weird line here, though. I got Oklahoma all the way up to minus 10. You got 10? Wow. Minus 10 right here. It's right in front of us. Well, you know what? We're going to have to even increase that then. Because I am absolutely loving this Jayhawk team. This upstart team is playing awesome this year. Jalen Daniels is doubtful right now. Their star quarterback for Kansas. It doesn't matter. Uh, Last year's (coughs) starter, Jason Bean, is actually going to be playing uh, if Daniels cannot play. Uh, And again, it's looking like that's what's going to happen. He took over when uh, Daniels got hurt last week. uh, And of course... He did pretty well, my friend. Yes, he did. Um, I like the way that Oklahoma's uh, defense is not playing any defense. They're not. And so Kansas in this upstart Kansas team, I will take the nine points. Look out for Kansas to win possibly this game outright. And it's hard to say that and really think about it seriously. But Oklahoma just not a good team this year. Dropping their last three, 0-3 in the Big 12 and um, the only thing I think Oklahoma got going for them right now is they are at home. But Kansas plus nine. Give me those. I'll take it plus ten. You really got it plus ten? Plus ten, baby. Give me ten. Give me ten. Plus ten all day, every day. I love it. I love it. I love it. They got smashed last week, Oklahoma, in the Red River rivalry against Oklahoma, uh, Texas. Yeah, this, this team is not good. Gotta love it, Boogs. Love the analysis. Kansas getting the 10. And I gotta go. I gotta. 
I just scratched a team on my list, and I made a last-second decision. I also want to give a 9 a.m. game out. Big Ten Network, Minnesota Golden Gophers at the Illinois Finding Illini. Now, <coughs> I actually got this last night, Illinois plus 7, because it was a question mark whether or not Tommy DeVito was going to play in this game. Now that he's playing, it's down to 5. So, I'm taking Illinois plus the 5 as a home dog here. 24th in the country, getting 5 points. Minnesota's offense what, their star running back is not playing. It's going to be hard for the Gophers to score. Should be a lower scoring game, too. The better defenses in the Big Ten. My 9 a.m. selection here, Boogie. Play of the morning. The Illinois Fighting Illini plus five. It's a car deal. They might even win the game outright. So give me Illinois getting the points since we know Tommy DeVito is going to play. That's my second pick. Boogie, we go back to the SEC. 12:30 CBS game, game of the day in college football. The number three team in the country, the Alabama Crimson Tide, traveling to Rocky Top, Knoxville, to take on the number six Tennessee Volunteers. Neyland Stadium in Knoxville today is going to be rocking, sellout crowd, hundred thousand people, and game day at on site. Interesting game here, Boogie. Alabama bet all the way up to minus nine. Can Tennessee hang in there with the Crimson Tide? One of the best offenses in the country, Tennessee Volunteers, Hendon Hooker. And this offense is just unbelievable. If you haven't seen him, make sure you watch him today. He's unbelievable. He's probably going to be the top one, top two quarterback picked uh, in the NFL draft in 2023. Uh, look out for Tennessee, 100,000, 110,000 we're talking about. Yep. This offense will be awesome. Uh, Bama was questionable in regards to Bryce Young playing. It looks like the update is he will play. He Shout out to my boy Chubbs. Uh, we are unbelievably all over this Tennessee team. I love Tennessee's offense. The quarterback, the wide receivers, the running back. He's going to be an unbelievable game to watch, though. Alabama has struggled, too, against uh, some opposing great teams yeah. like Texas. Should have lost the Texas game. Should have <coughs> lost the A&M game last week, and yeah. somehow they pull it out. Mm -hmm. Now you're giving me nine points on the road, Alabama is? No way. No way, no way, no way. Give me Tennessee plus the points. I think this is going to be a banger. Boogie on Tennessee plus the nine. Potential backdoor cover. You know, you never know what can happen. Tennessee maybe a chance to even beat Alabama today. Tennessee going with plus nine for Boogie's third pick. I'm staying in the SEC in this one, but it's going to be an actually interconference matchup. BYU's an independent, and they're four and two. They host the Hogs today of Arkansas, who travel up to Provo. They've lost their last three games, and K.J. Jefferson did not play last week, and they got smoked by Mississippi State. They got smoked by Alabama, and they lost to A&M in Dallas since they were undefeated. Three straight losses. BYU 4-2 and two on the season. Um, two really okay losses, though, at Oregon and against Notre Dame last week, who's really coming around. BYU's at home today behind Jalen Hall, their star quarterback, and I'll tell you this right now, BYU ain't nothing to mess with, brother, especially up there in Provo. It's going to be a home field advantage unlike any other at Lavelle Edwards Stadium hosting an SEC opponent. 12.30 ESPN. Go get BYU. The money line's only minus $1.20. The BYU Cougars will beat the Arkansas Razorbacks today. BYU minus $1.20 for my third pick of the day.
Boogie is all over these ranked versus ranked matchups today. And a matchup today out of the Pac-12 that looking weeks ago looked like it was going to be a top 10 matchup. Utah's lost a couple games, though. The number seven team in the country, USC Trojans, who are 6-0. Caleb Williams, Lincoln Riley, everything clicking on all cylinders for them. They can beat you in a number of ways. Three-headed monster with Caleb Williams. Die is the running back. And Bolitnikoff award winner from last year, Jordan Addison, the transfer from Pitt. The three-headed monster that can beat you in a number of ways, USC can. Cam Rising, though. Thomas, this Utah team, Rose Bowl champs of last year. They lost at UCLA last week, and uh, now they'd look for a bounce back. Utah laying three and a half at home to USC. I mean, this was a matchup that we were looking for a few weeks ago, saying, uh-oh, could this be the first loss for USC? Utah has fallen off the cliff, I believe, the last couple of weeks, uh, surprisingly losing to a UCLA team that might be a lot better than we all know. Uh, Caleb Williams on the other side for USC and the Lincoln-Riley offense will win this game outright, catching three and a half points right now. I'll buy it up to four. No yep. no real big reason why other than the fact that you can. Give me the four points. USC wins this game outright, though. Watch out for them. Caleb Williams will have an awesome game. He will be, again, another top two, top three quarterback that will be possibly selected if he decides to come out next year. Um, I'm taking USC today plus the points. USC plus the 10, you heard, or I'm sorry, plus the four to go up into Utah and cover that number for Boogie's fourth pick. My fourth pick, nobody wants this team, and when nobody wants a team, you know I want them. <laughs> One o'clock on Fox, the Wisconsin Badgers are coming off a blowout win against Northwestern, a big bounce back win for them. Sparty has been very disappointing, 2-4, and 0-3 oh in the conference. Losers of four straight games. Blowout loss at Washington. Blowout loss to Minnesota. Two touchdown loss to Maryland. 49-20 against Ohio State. What a great zigzag factor this is. This this is crazy. I don't trust Wisconsin laying a touchdown on the road against anybody. So with that being said, my fourth selection is going to be the Michigan State Spartans at home today. Catching seven points. Upset alert for Wisconsin. Wisconsin's riding high. Michigan State's riding low. They might kind of sleepwalk through the first half. Michigan State to cover seven. Give me the seven points at home with the Michigan State Spartans. Boogie now for your fourth and final. We go to the ACC, and this would be a very riveting basketball game if this was the basketball matchup. However, it is a football matchup. Five o'clock ACC Network. Last game on Boogie's card. Huge rivalry. Tobacco Road, baby. North Carolina and Duke. ACC Network, 5 o'clock. Drake May, Heisman hopeful, is killing it. 21 touchdowns and three picks. Duke is kind of, mm, okay, 4-2. and two. Coming off a 23-20 OT loss at Georgia Tech. North Carolina, 5-1. and one. Defense trying to figure out their lone loss was the Notre Dame. So Tar Heels coming 5-1 and one and 2-0 and oh in the ACC. Tar Heels laying 7. Yeah, Duke actually has started off 3-0, and oh, playing really well with their new head coach. However... Um, this is going to be North Carolina. They crushed North Carolina or Duke last year. They take care of business today. May in the offense will be able to take care of the Devils. Um, you know what? Ever since that North Carolina loss playing against Notre Dame, they have shown up. Any team that loses to Georgia Tech, gotta scratch my head there. Mm-hmm. Um, they played 
very, very poorly last week against Georgia Tech. Duke did. North Carolina's offense rolling. I think that they steamroll the Duke Blue Devils on the road. North Carolina minus seven, and that offense will get things going. Don't worry about their defense because the offense will be way too much for Duke. North Carolina minus seven, Boogie's fifth and final pick. My fourth and final pick, my fifth and final pick, shall I say, I go down to the swamp. Gainesville, Florida, the LSU Tigers and the Florida Gators, four o'clock on ESPN. Brian Kelly's squad, four and two, coming off a blowout loss against Tennessee. Surprisingly, I have a prediction that that's going to make them better. They lost the opening game of the season on Labor Day and heartbreak flash in the Florida State. They rallied off four in a row and then lost to Tennessee. Florida's been up and down, beating Utah, losing to Kentucky, beating USF, losing to Tennessee. They played Eastern Washington and Missouri at home the last two weeks. Easy victories. Missouri, though, they only won by a touchdown. I mean, Florida not looking like that big of a juggernaut in the SEC this year. And you have Brian Kelly looking for his first signature win. The Swamp at night, big-time win here. They did win at home against Mississippi State. I like LSU to go on the road here and cover this number. It's a three-point line right now. Florida laying that home three. Got to take LSU getting three points here. Very sharp play here. You would think this line would be higher since Florida's at home. I'm taking the LSU Tigers getting three points here. Brian Kelly, potential signature win for him to get the five and two. That's our show books. We got five college. We got three or four baseball, nine total plays. <coughs> Let's circle back to baseball. Give me Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet in baseball. Boogie's, Boogie's Baseball Blockbuster Best Bet. Oh, nah, the B's are all over the place. But you know, one big letter, and it starts with the N. Oh, shit. And it ends with the Y, baby. Going Yankees. We're going with the New York Yankees to take care of our business today over those Guardians. Uh, the Yankees take care of business. Minus $1.15 only on the money line. Seb gets it done today. Yankees are uh, on the brink of elimination if they do not win today. And for the way that this team has played all year, you got to go with the Yankees. Yankees as Boogie's Blockbuster best bet in baseball. I'm with you, my man. Yankees is my best bet, too, in baseball. Today. Oh, yeah. Yankees minus 115. They will go up two games to one against the Guardians to push them to elimination game tomorrow for game four in Cleveland. Yankees minus 115. And now, Boogie, your college football best bet of the day. Boogie's Bachbuster, best bet in college football. I have believed in them all season long, and I'm going with them again today. And they are an underdog, and I have no reason to believe that they will lose this game outright let alone getting points. Give me USC today over Utah at 5 o'clock Pacific time. You can count on SC, Caleb Williams, and that offense. will go ahead up into Utah and take care of business. USC plus 3.5. Buy it to 4 if you want. You USC wins this game outright. USC plus 4 for Boogie's Blockbuster best bet in college football. Speaking of Utah, I'll tell you a team that's not going to go up to Utah and win today, and that's the Arkansas Razorbacks. The BYU Cougars, minus 120 on the money line. Barron's blockbuster best bet for college football. BYU, minus 120. BYU money line, USC plus four, and the New York Yankees. A trio of best bets from Boogie and the Baron today. Good luck, everybody. Football starts in half an hour. Talk to you guys tomorrow for episode 188 for NFL Sunday. Bear it out. Boogie out.